Welcome to the NECF Podcast, where we share our weekly sermons and faithfully interpret the Bible to encourage and direct you on your spiritual path. So we understand that the local church is a place where, you know, the pastors, the apostles, the evangelists, and everybody must ensure that you what? See, in the local church, your growing is not negotiable. In fact, let me say this, it's coming to my heart. In the local church, your growth is under pressure. Did you hear what I said? Your growth is under what? Pressure. It's not under pleasure. So which means that certain things that the pastors will be doing is non-negotiable. We're our devoted pastors and special guests delve into the depths of the Bible, exploring its profound lessons and useful applications for your daily life. Join us as we explore the timeless truth that have the power to change people's hearts and minds, promoting a closer relationship with God and a firm belief in His promises. Hello listeners, what do you think about the local church? Are you someone who is put off by the concept of a Christian gathering? Or do you know someone who doesn't realize the significance of the gathering of the brethren? Pastor Kostin Pavodi teaches us about the value of the local church in today's sermon. He emphasized that in order to be a part of the local church, one must be born again. And as a born again, you must grow in the wisdom of God, which you cannot accomplish on your own. Listen to the entire sermon, take notes and be edified. God bless you. Amen. Yes, we start. The local church. That's what we are talking about. The local what? The local church. Yes, so. Please, don't be looking at me. Be writing. Be writing. You understand why the topic today is what? The local church. So you don't come to church and be looking at. Say, ah, I like the way Pastor Fred is just cracking us this morning. Uh Uh-uh. The local church is not a place where you are what? Where you are cracked. Amen? Say the local what? The local church. Amen? I can't say tell your neighbor that I belong to the local church. She's very sensitive. I cannot do that. Praise God. So probably after this, maybe we can try it and see whether you belong to the local church or what? Or not. Amen? Yes, so let me start by saying that there is no self-made believer. We have self-made millionaires, self-made billionaires. You see a book called Self-Made Millionaire. I don't know the name. Let me just put one name that we are used to. For example, uh, I don't know. And they will now put who? Okay, let's say Robert Kiyosaki, self-made millionaire. Napoleon Hill. Self-made millionaire. You know, and you will see it. The first thing you say, ah, self-made. And then, man, we can do this also. We don't have self-made what? Believers. So the believer cannot be self-made in his room. Amen? The structure of salvation never gives you the opportunity to be made in your room. It has never given you the opportunity to be made in isolation. If you are writing, be writing, though. Amen? So you can, yes, it's okay, thank you, I love you. 
So you cannot be made in your room. Jesus, when he handed over the church, he never handed over the church to men to make themselves. And Jesus will say, follow me and I'll do what? And I will make you. I have all it takes to make you. So the believer is a man under God's program, right? So God takes the responsibility of making the believer. So if you are writing right that God takes the responsibility of making me. In my work with Jesus, I cannot make me. Amen? I cannot what? I cannot make me. This quest that you just stay in your room and stay in your house, as, as Pastor Chidi will say, you stay in your shrine. It does not work for a believer. God has called us into the faith. He has not called you into a faith. Amen? He has called you into what? Into the faith. And in the faith, there are provisions. Haven't you read that faith comes by what? Hearing. So which means that there will be speakings. And when there are speakings... Then there will be listeners. And when listeners are there, what will happen is that what? Faith will come. Because what we call faith, we mean conviction. Conviction how? By the word of God. So the believer is a man of conviction. How? When he positions himself in the local church where he hears the word of faith. Amen? Yes. So we don't have self-made believer. So you know, sir, you know, in this time, we, we, have, we have so many people materials online you know if i attended a theological school online i even have a certificate they ordain me reverend peter or reverend shenene it does not work that way we don't have that provision in salvation amen hallelujah so tell your friend that there is no self-made believer and ask the person i hope you are not a self-made believer Then lastly, tell the person. What's the person's response? Then they tell the person that I will always love to see you in church. Yes. Because that is where we are made. No, tell the person that is where we are made. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, yeah, so let's open to Matthew chapter 16, everybody. Matthew chapter 16. So we'll really be rushing because there will be a lot of things to say. And there are some lot of things I just perceive I have to jump. But definitely, I told myself I will not request for more time. You know, I can come here and do some political things and request for more time. I will not request that. Amen. I'm a man under authority. I'm not a self-made pastor. <laughs> Praise God. You know, as I said this now, all, all my pastors that are above me, they are putting their head down. I'm sorry, sirs. Amen? Yes, yeah, so there is no extra, extra, extra time. Praise God. Yes, yeah, so Matthew chapter 16, everybody, 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, Whom do men say that what? That I, the son of man, am. And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. And others say, Jeremiah, or one of the what? One of the prophets. 
15. He said unto them, But whom you, you, say ye that what? I am. See now, 16. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the son of who? The son of the living God. Because they have been with Jesus. They have had his teachings. He has told them. You know, he has revealed himself. You know. So, and what they know about Christ at that moment is that he's the what? He's the son of who? The living God. So, like, like Pastor Fred. Now, you're being with, where is victory? You know, victory is with Pastor Fred. You understand? So, he's with the Pastor Fred. He will have a different awareness about Pastor Fred. Even to the point Pastor Fred will ask him to do things, he will not do it. So, outside, they will say, where is victory? You know, I love you, right? Yes. So, you know, so outside, people, they'll say, whom do you say Pastor Fred is? They'll say he's the lead pastor of NECF. He's a this, and he's a this, and he's a that. Then they'll come to victory and say, who do you say he is? Say, ah, he's my housemate. <laughs> Amen. Why? Because this answer is a product of what? Being with who? Pastor Fred. So Peter will answer that, thou art what? Thou art Christ, the what? The son of the living God, because they have seen the things that he has done. But for us, we don't see Christ as only the son of the living God. We see him as Christ the Savior. Amen? You don't see, have you been with Jesus? Have you been with him? No. Amen? So our testimony about Christ is that what? He is the what? He is my Savior. So if we say, whom do you say Christ is? Now you can say that Jesus Christ is what? Is my Savior. Why? Because you have been with Christ. You have heard his teachings. You have experienced his faithfulness, his goodness. Proofs of salvation. Amen? So you can now say that what? That Jesus Christ my what? Savior. So when you read, you know, the Gospels, you see Jesus as what? As Jesus Christ, the son of who? The living God. But when we now begin to see, after his ascension, he is not only the son of the living God. He is now our what? Our Savior. That's the revelation. Amen? So please hold that. It's important because we are coming to why this is uh, the way it is. Amen? Let's keep reading. Then now he now continues 17. And Jesus answered, because an answer was given. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed are what? Are thou, Simon, what? Bajona. For what? For flesh and blood had not what? Revealed it unto thee. But my father, who is in what? Heaven. 18. And I say unto thee. Amen. And I do what? And I say unto thee. Because Jesus is still continuing with his communication. And I say unto thee. That thou art Peter. Right? And upon this rock I will do what? I'll build my what? Church and the gates of hell shall not what? Prevail. So if you attended Catechismus, you should know this statement very well now. Right? Out of darkness, I'm going to build my church. I'm going to raise men. Out of darkness, out of the darkness, the sin in the heart of man. Right? The chaos in the heart of man. I will shine my what? My light. So I'm going to call my own from the sin state. I'm going to deliver my own, right, from darkness into the kingdom of what? Into the kingdom of light. 
Amen? So, and Christ will say, I will build what? On the line, if it's your Bible, underline my church. My church. He said, I will build my what? My church. Amen? I will build my church. So the word church, the Greek word for church is ecclesia. E-K-K-L-E-S-I-A. Ecclesia. And the meaning is that what? The called out ones. Ecclesia. E-K-K-L-E-S-I-A. And it means what? The Greek word for it. It means the call out ones. So what Christ is saying that one? I will build or I will have a set of people that I will call my own. Amen? Hallelujah. So there will be a time that is coming. I'm going to have a set of people that I am calling as what? As my own. Praise God. Yes, so that's what Jesus was saying. So these people need to understand because he has to, he has to possess his church. Amen. If Jesus does not possess, you see, he didn't make an emphasis, say, I, I, I will build a church. He didn't even say, I will build the church. Amen. Because if he's saying, I will build the church or I will build a church, the guys will misinterpret him. His audience will misinterpret him. Okay, so we don't understand. So all these things that we're having here is what? What do you mean? They're, they're shrines or museum. Amen. So Christ has to now employ the use of what? The common terms around Caesarea Philippi to explain or convey his message. That a time will come, right? I think during Catechismus, we saw a picture. We saw temples, right? And what do they do in temples? Eh? Worship. So who and who goes there? People, right? Yes, so Christ had to tell them, see, the same way you see all these temples, a time will come. I will also what? Build my own what? My own church. I will have my called out ones that will gather to worship me. Amen? Good. So, that has to be in context. Amen? Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. Very fast. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. Are we all on the same page? Are we writing? So far, so good. Have we written something? Good. So this is church. Please, I don't want to just see you looking at me. I want to see you see. You know, I'm not those people that when they talk, they are talking and their eyes in the ceiling. Mm -mm. I look at you in the eye. What are you doing? So you cannot sleep on me. Amen? Yes. I love to look at people in the eye. To see whether your eyes is red. Or is not. Okay. You see this guy sleeping now. He came to church and he sleeps. Happy. I will tell you, in the church, you see so many things. So if you think church is a perfect place, you are, you are making, you are missing it all. You see people that are sleeping, people that are lazy, we are coming to it. So tap, tap all the sleepers. It just shows that you are in the right place. Don't be ashamed. You can even speak to your neighbor and say, you, the person they just touched, and they say, I'm in the right place. Don't worry, right? A time will come, you shall not sleep. Yes. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Hallelujah. Yes. So I understand. Be sleeping now. When, when we edify you, you will not sleep. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, and then the scripture reads. Okay. 
Instead of going to verse 11, can we just go to 9? Let's start reading from verse 7, sorry. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, he let captivity, what? Captive and gave gifts, what? Unto men. Amen? So, now that he ascended, what is it? But he also, what? Descended. Amen? He also descended first into the lower parts of what? Of the earth. Then what? What will happen? What? And then he ascended up far above all heavens that he might do what? If you see your Bible on the line, the word he might feel all things. Amen? 11 now. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of what? Of the saints. For the work of what? Of the ministry, for the edifying of what? Of the body of Christ. What will happen, verse 13? Till we all come in the unity of what? Of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of who? Of Christ. 14. That we henceforth be no more tossed, be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried away by or with every what? Wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to what? To deceive, 15. But speaking the truth in what? In love. May do what? May grow up. If it's your Bible on the line, the word grow up. Amen? So we understand that the local church is a place where, you know, the pastors, the apostles, the evangelists, and everybody must ensure that you what? See, in the local church, your growing is not negotiable. In fact, let me say this. It's coming to my heart. In the local church, your growth is under pressure. Did you hear what I said? Your growth is under what? Pressure. It's not under pleasure. So which means that certain things that the pastors will be doing is non-negotiable. The aim of their responsibility towards you is that you must what? Grow. You get into a local church and you're not growing, you're in the wrong place. You're in a shrine. You're in the occult. Even in the occult, they ensure they grow. You hear when I came? You know, they gave me human blood in Calabash with, with, with one flesh. I asked, what is the flesh? They say, it's the heart of a virgin. And I ate it in my dream. And I started flying. But so far, so good, I've eaten like 99 women and 50 men. Is that not growth? So they, 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 ensure that you, they ensure you get promoted. You know, in Nigeria, you now see, say, say, we were sent to kill pastor, so, 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 and so. When we got on the road, we started turning the hand, the driver, the driver, the driver. Then one angel just came and hit us. When we went back to the kingdom, they demoted us. So, however, we are still on assignment. Don't, don't that look like growth to you in darkness kingdom? If they grow there, you must grow here. Me, I don't like Pastor Fred and Pastor Victor. The way, all the way, every time. You see, why is why, why they just so interested in my life? We are interested in your life because you must what? You must grow. That is our responsibility. Do you know why? Hebrews 13, 17 says, we will give account for your lives. Our responsibility is to labor 
The pastor in the local church, his responsibility is what? Have you ever seen anybody laboring with ice cream? Have you ever seen anybody? Who does construction work here? Inside that song. When you, they are laborers. You labor, you exercise energy. So you don't grow under pleasure in the local church. You grow under what? Pressure. Let it sing this morning, oh. I didn't tell the pastors this was what I was going to teach. I was just hearing them this morning. We were just talking up and down, you know. So I didn't tell them that this is what we will talk about this morning. Praise God. I didn't reveal myself. Amen. Please, we are still teaching. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we understand that to some, apostles, pastors, teachers, evangelists, prophets are giving to them, right? And we see why they are giving. Amen? So John chapter 2 verse 19 to 22, we are still talking about because Jesus is saying, I will build my what? My church. So how did Jesus build his church? It's important for the believer to know. We are, t- we are taking this teaching so that you don't come to church. You don't see church as a building. You don't see it for Sunday service. Amen? You don't see it that way. You see it as a family. You see it as a platform for your building. You see it as a platform that cares for you. I asked some people, do you have friends inside this church? They say, no, sir, I don't make friends inside church. Momo. You don't get it. You prefer to make friends with Mustafa, Audu, Ismaila, Shehu, Abu Bakar. You understand? I mean Abu Bakar on the other side. Amen. Not the saved Abu Bakar. Where is the Abu Bakar? He's not here. I saw him here. Amen. <laughs> I don't understand how you how what, how do you how do you do this? Matthew met me. Where's Matthew? The first I, I met Matthew. I said, Who are your friends? Yeah, sir, you know. He said, I said, No, 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 no. Go and meet anointed. Meet them. Become friends. Straight. And do you know? If you see them, the way they, you, ah, ah, have you guys known each other for a long time? No. There are people you should make friends here and they, let them be a blessing to you or a blessing to them. And then you go out there. You make friends with people that will not join you, come to church, but you will join them, go to cloud nine. Who is losing? Is that growth or decaying? That's why when you come here, we give you instructions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a product of club. It's not a product of church. Have, have you ever seen anybody? When they go to club, at least I was told, these guys will be dancing from 12. They will dance from 12 to 4 a.m. That, that was what I was told. I've never been there. Eh? We need to go. Ah, sir, you need to go there. <laughs> Amen. John chapter 2, verse 19. So hear what Jesus is saying. And his disciples. Okay, let's start reading from verse 15 so that we'll read it in context. 13. 13. And the Jews passed over was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the what? In the what? Temple. 
please, underline the word temple. Those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of what? Money sitting. And when he had made a scotch of small cuts, he drove them all out of the what? He drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables and said unto them that sold doves, take this Take these things hence. Make not thy father's house. Make not my father's house. And house of what? Merchandise. But he was, now he was talking about what? Temple. You understand? So stay with the context. So that you understand why Jesus is doing that. 17. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house had what? Eating me up. 18. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Amen? See now, 19. And Jesus said unto them, Destroy this what? Temple. Amen? So, uh, just, just travel with me in your imagination. So, Jesus will be in the, in the temple, and then after pushing everything away, and then he's pointing us, Destroy this what? Temple. Amen? And what will happen? And in three days, I will do what? I will raise it up. Ha, 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 ha. I will do, hey, hey, you're a joker. Funny man. That's what he said. Ah, ah. You more, you more. You see me doing comedy? That's what their answer says in 20. That's what he's seen now, seen now. He said, then said the Jews, 40 and 6 years was what? This temple in building. And will thou rear it up in what? In three days. Don't that look like joke to you? He said, you must be kidding us here. 46 years. And you are raising it in three days. Uh-uh, no. But see now. But he spake of the temple of his what? Of his body. When therefore he was what? Risen from the dead. Then his disciples remembered that he had said unto them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had what? Has said. The, the same word used for to raise it up is to build. So when Jesus said, I will build my church, he's saying that the time will come that I will build my body. I will build people. These people will come out of me. They will take over territories. They will take over nations, but I will be their source. Amen? That is why the scripture says that he was talking about his resurrection. Did you see that in your Bible? Did you see that? Verse 22. He was talking about when therefore he was risen from what? From the dead. So the church is a product of Christ's resurrection. Amen? The church is what? Is a product of Christ's what? Resurrection. So when he was saying that, I will build my church, I will build my call out ones, he is saying that a time will come, I will have men that are a product of me. I will have men that are coming out of me. Amen? I'll have men that will believe the gospel. And you see what the scripture says. See what it says. And now the disciples remembered and they believed the what? The scripture and the words which Jesus what? Has said. So a time will come that the people that will be 
that will be called the church are people that believe the scripture. Are people that believe Jesus. Amen? Are people that are immersed in Christ. People that have identified themselves with who? With Jesus. Amen? So Jesus was referring to that temple as his body. Praise God. He was referring it. He said in three days about the resurrection. Matthew 18, verse 20. Media team, are you putting forward on that time? Oh, that's the normal time I'm, I have. Matthew 18, 20. See what the scripture says. For where two or three are gathered, what? Together in my what? In my name. And I will build my church. I will build my call out, out, call out ones. So the people that will be gathering that are my own, one of, the, one of the benefits or one of the things that will show that they are mine, that my name, my name, however, not only his name alone, amen, but my name. So when they gather, two or three, you see where we don't have self-made believers. Jesus will have said, where, where, where Elizabeth is gathered in my name. I am, I, mm, mm, mm. Amen. So that's why you now see in the Acts of the Apostles, we had churches in houses. See the church in Pastor Chidi. Greet, greet Pastor Chidi and his wife, Ifoma, and the church in their house. Amen. Say Victor Marcus and Sister Magdalene. And they what? Church in their house. Some of you, if we go to your house now, you will not like us to enter. Because as we just open the door, boom, we'll just see Hennessy, Jack Daniels, red labels. You know, we'll just see all those small, small. That's why, pastors, we should not be telling people we are visiting their houses. So. We'll just see, boom. In fact, we just say, he say, where, where are you? Brother Shenene, where are you? He says, sir, I'm at home. He says, I'm sending a message to you. Send me your location. He says, ah, sir, you are sending a message. Say, yes, send me your location. So I, I just gave them one tip now. When they hear we say, send me your location, they will send us another place. Okay? Bang, 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 bing, bing. You know, first, the guy will come out with our shirt first. And as you just see, you like this, bang, you say, Jesus. And now there is no place, there's no place to start with. You have not asked him, you just say, ah, sir, don't mind our city room, it's our other housemates that just litter the place. And that is why you are part of the church, amen? Because we know you will do these things, amen? So, but when you stay in the church, you outgrow these things, hallelujah. You outgrow them. So Jesus was talking about what? I will build my church. He was talking about his what? His body. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 4. So there's no self-made believer. The believer is built in the what? In where? I can't hear us. In where? In the church. In the local church. However, we're talking about the church now, right? So 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 4. And then the scripture says, 
In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together, and my what? Spirit, with the power of our what? Lord Jesus. In whose name are believers gathering? So a time will come that Jesus will build his church out of his body. So Jesus, now Jesus' body is the church. Amen? Jesus' body is what? The church. He's called out once. So that's why you hear most times they say local church, local assembly. Have you heard the word local government? What happens in local government? Local champions of your village. They are the ones fighting and oppressing you there. Amen? But you see, when it comes to Jesus, we are not local champions. The same victory Jesus has, he gave to the church. The same triumph he has, he gave to the church. The same power he had, he does what? He gave to the church. The same authority Jesus had, he did what? He gave to the church because when he rose from the dead, the, the state where he was, he rose in victory, he rose gloriously, amen? He rose in power, in authority. That same state is what he gave what? The called out ones. Amen? Yes. So we become part of God's church or we become part of Christ's body. How? By believing the gospel. Amen? So this is how we are, we are already running now. Okay? 25 minutes. So we become part of what? We become part of Christ's body. This, this body. By believing the what? By the gospel. Salvation. 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 Let's read Ephesians. Let's read Ephesians chapter 1. So that you, you, will see, you will see something very beautiful there. Ephesians chapter what? Chapter 1. Verse 20. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all what? principalities and power and might. Amen? So, all that you see, oh, glory to God. Everything that you see about Jesus after the resurrection, that is the church. Amen? Yes. So, if the scripture is saying far above principality, the church is also far above what? Principality. Power and might, the church is also over them. Power and might. And dominion and every name that is what? Named, not only in this world, but also in that which is what? To come. See 22. And had put all things under his what? Feet. And gave him to be the head over all things. To who? To the church. Amen. So you see where the church is coming from. Praise God. So when we say the local church, we are talking about the people in Christ Jesus. Amen. So when we say, anytime you say Near East Christian Fellowship, we're not talking about a place where you're coming in Near East. We're talking about what? A gathering of believers. However, we have a physical location where we what? Where we gather. Amen? Yes, so when you hear the word local assembly, local, this is my local church. This is my local assembly. What we are talking about is, this is, you know, this, this, this is, this is, or these are, or group of what? Believers that are gathered in whose name? So, which means that if you are here this morning, 
you have believed the gospel of Jesus. However, there could be some of us that have not believed. But as you are hearing me, for you to be part of the body of Jesus, you have to do what? Believe the what? The gospel. That is how you are saved. If not, Christ cannot build you out of himself to the world. Amen? And which means that... Okay. Let me not say what I want to say because you're already in church. So, you have no option. You have to be saved. Amen? I won't say, I don't want to say you belong to Satan or devil. For you to come here, which means that God has given you an opportunity to be saved. Praise God. He has given you an opportunity to hear the gospel, to be saved. Amen? Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. So, when we talk about the local church, we're talking about the congregation of people. He said, I'll build my church, my called out ones. Congregation of people. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter... Are you all with me, everybody? Are we understanding what, where we're heading to? Perfect. 12, 13, everybody. For by one spirit, are we all what? Are we all baptized? Amen. Into how many bodies? Into how many bodies? Whose body? Whose body? Good. Perfect. You are with me. Whether we be Jew or what? Or Gentiles. Whether we be bond or free. And have been all made to drink into how many spirits? One spirit. There was a time. Some people came to this place. And then they realized that all the leaders of the fellowship are Nigerians. I want to say the nationality, but I will not say it. And then they go, we don't understand. Why is it that all of you are Nigerians? Can, can we have people from South Africa? Can we have people from Zimbabwe or Kenya? Mumus. Who told you that the leaders you see put themselves there? Sir, did you run any political election by grace amen we are coming to that this statement he said there was no any political this thing how many of us did campaign pastor chili did you do any campaign and sister informer say go babe i believe in you I, I, I will mobilize the sisters for you so that on the voting day our vote will count And we'll have election committee that will do collation. There's no anything like that. When it comes to the church, that does not work. It's not democracy. Amen? So he was talking about every one of us, whether we be Jew, Gentiles, Greek, born, free, slave, master, rich, poor, weak, sound, PhD holder, professor, every one of us, we are what? One. There is no status. Please, if you are writing, write it. In the local church, there is no differentiation. There is no status. There is no level. We are all one. But however, there is order. There is a structure. You understand the structure. Some of you don't understand it. That's why you come and tap Pastor Fred on his head. Like he's your boy. Say, my boy. There's a structure. 
So God does not have a congregation of people that are disordered. God has a congregation. Jesus is building his church. He is the source. And Jesus understands order. So there will not be a church without order. Anywhere you enter, any church you enter and there is no order, run for your life. And when he descended, he ascended and did what? And gave gifts. Because he knows without the giving of gifts, pastors, teachers, apostles, people cannot come into the full knowledge of him. So what he will do is that there will be gifts by grace. So that now you can start to be taught. You are trained. Amen. I said it here and I mean it. In the local church, you don't grow by pleasure. You grow by pressure. Hashtag, put it anywhere. If the word pressure is scaring you, then you don't belong here. Amen? Yes. He's not, uh, I don't understand. No. They, they don't say, they don't say that I will not lead songs again for the next two weeks. What kind of a church is this? This is the kind of a church where things are done in an, in, with, with order. Amen? Because we understand. Oh boy, see, Christianity is not a negotiable faith. Believing Jesus for you to change the world, to touch the world, we will say it with me. God takes over nations. God takes over nations, but not the way you are. You don't come to sell meetings and you think God will take over nations that way? No. With me, God wins millions of souls. You don't write. I'm a priest. I'm a king. I'm a god. That way. It does not work that way, my brother. It does not work that way, my sister. It has a structure. Though every one of us, we have, we have been baptized by what? By one spirit. So every one of us, we carry the spirit of God in us. Hallelujah. So now we are identifying ourselves with Jesus. Amen? Yes, that's how we become part of the local church. We believe the gospel. Amen? So salvation brings you or brings you as a person into the church. Right? And places you amongst believers. So you can now identify with Jesus. So you can now turn. Even though the person is from Kenya, you say, oh, my brother, I love you. But some of you still come to church with your Kenyan mind and your Nigerian mind. You understand? They say, say, oh, you say, oh, you're not my brother. You know what, what amazing thing? Some people will come to church, the first question is, they say, which country are you from? That's not the question to ask. It's very wrong. So when the person says, I'm from Nigeria, say, you know, say, 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 Nigerians will do this, so. You say, which part of Nigeria? You say, I'm from Meduguri. He say, hey, Meduguri. He will speak to one of his brothers. And that's all. They will never greet the person again. After service, the Meduguri guy is greeting the Calabar man. He said, no, 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 no. They run away. Jesus has brought you 
and has placed you amongst believers. The next person beside you is your sister. Amen. Let's shake the person and say, oh, I'm glad to be beside you, my brother. I'm glad to be beside you, my sister. Can you say it's, it's beautiful knowing you as my brother? Yes, this is church. So the church is an earthly representation of Christ Jesus. Do you hear what I said? Oh, yeah, choir is okay. Choir is okay. Choir can just overshoot things. It's okay. It's okay. The people are finished. People are still doing it. Center of energy. Energy resources is there. So the church is what? Earthly representation of Jesus Christ. Write it. Is what? So when we gather, we are what? We are an earthly representation. The local church is an earthly representation of Christ Jesus. So we see it in the assembly of people. Romans chapter 12 verse 4. Let's read Romans chapter 12 verse 4. Romans chapter 12 verse 4. Uh, after this, I will just jump some of the things I will say and then. Because there are some things I need to say in the next 13 minutes. Romans chapter 12 verse 4. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, amen? So what? So we believers that are gathering together are what? Are one body in Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. And every one members one of what? Of another. So we are part of each other. Praise God. So you don't see anybody. The only time people call pastors is when there is problem. Every time. I call Pastor Fred within the week. I say, sir, how far? Do you have some amount of money with you? He said, ah, no, 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 no. I, I, was, I used it to pay some people tuition fee. I said, ah. I said, I say, ah, but how about He said, ah, sir, me to the money with me, oh. Somebody in the church call. Do you know somebody in the church call, oh. You know some, one amazing thing? Some of you, your parents will say, ask your pastors now. I don't, I don't get, are we central bank? Oh, I, I, they say, ask your pastor. You know, you, you know this, this is when they say he's a pastor. You think his pocket is loaded, his life is full, everything is moving well. It's not like that, oh. What you see here is just the grace of God. After we finish from here, we go and labor with our hands. Amen. There was a time Pastor Chidi was laboring in a car shop. He will clean. There was a time I was making coffee. I was laboring. You know? I'm telling you. Pastor Epine is doing a loading job. Pastor Fred is the one that has labored more than us. He will drop 40 bags of salt or 50 bags of salt. You drop it down, you take it again. When I came, his body was Pastor. I said, ah, take his hand. His hand is soft now. So when you come and meet us, we say, go and walk. He said, ah. Sir, you know my body. I'll slap your face. Your body what? Your body what? So I should give you free money? I don't, I don't get it. One week. After two weeks again. You just hear. Because he knows he has come to Pastor Costin. He has taken that one. You now come to Pastor Chidi. Pastor, uh, will you be at home? He said, uh, Mrs. Siforma, I'm visiting you. I want to visit tomorrow. He said, he's coming to Beck. 
Where, where is it? Ah, sir. Oh, I was told Pastor Victor is close to you. He said, no, he has moved forward. He said, hey, which number? So I've from Pastor Chidi now. It's Pastor Victor. But he will doubt. But you know, Pastor Victor will ask him some question first about cell and the rest. <laughs> Questions will come like, so what have you been doing with your life that you don't have money? Amen. I've learned to be disciplined you know, with money, being with these people. Oh, my heart is like stone now. On money, I have to ask you terrible questions. But however, back to what we are doing. Amen. So, in the church, amen, in the local church, The local church is a platform where doctrinal issues, teachings, corrections are done. Amen? Can I say in the local church, doctrinal issues, teaching, corrections are done by the ministers of the gospel, by the pastors, by the, the, the prophets, by the apostles, by the evangelists given to the church. So doctrinal issues, corrections are done. Amen? If you, uh, first, first, Second Timothy chapter three. Let's read it very fast. Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter three. All Scripture is given by what? Inspiration of God and is profitable for what? For doctrine. So in the local church, doctrine will be taught to you. Number one. Number two. Reproof will be there. Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen. You see, that, that's why I use my Bible now. I don't follow them. Then for correction, right? So the local church is a place of what? My pastors will also instruct me. Yes, amen. So that I will be perfect. No, say it all. So that I will be perfect, thoroughly furnished, unto good works. Yes. This is not, is the, the fact that we are making emphasis on writing, this is not a teaching center. Only. He said, ah, that is here. Oh, teach, teach, teach. You are joking. We will fight you. Last week, I told worship team, guys, some of you come to the others. You don't put perfume. Your body is smelling. And you come to my house. That's where you have the others. When I just open the door like this, and my nose is sensitive, I just smell male bodies everywhere. Put perfume. Put perfume. This morning, I was seated there. Some of them arrived. They were smelling good. You know, perfume was everywhere. I said, aha. We will not only teach you about Jesus, spiritual things, also natural what? Things. Because we know that your life is beyond church. It's also beyond church. You're going to be in your offices. You're going to be so, you get disciplined from the church. You get trained from the church. Whatever that, haven't you seen what Jesus will tell them or read what Jesus said? He said, go here into what? So I will make you. So that when you get into the world, not only that you're going to interact and you make disciples, but likewise your life will be an example to them. That's why I see, we see some of you with scatter hair. 
white, green, yellow, black, purple, orange, maroon, on one head. And then the pastor comes and says, come on, the way you are looking, next time, cut your hair. He no. So do you know what it took me to, to maintain this hair? With different colors like this. It's a place for training, correction, instruction in what? Righteousness. So the pastors will instruct you in right things to do. If not, there will not be perfection unto you. You will not be thoroughly. Haven't you read that word? You will say, thoroughly what? Have your mother ever asked you, thoroughly wash this pot? Has she ever? When they say thoroughly wash it, what does it mean? You know my mom? My mom will come and carry the pots. Because we, don't, we, we never had a lady in our house. All of us are guys. She will carry the pot. Check it. One black thing. She will shout your name. Come and clean it. As you are cleaning, she will tell you that, don't you know that for you to be a good cook, when you finish cooking, the back of the pot must be white again. And so you don't leave the, the cooking area just anyhow. You clean it, clean it, so that when people come, they see the place neat. It's a mark. My mom taught us like women. And that thing also affected us. So as I left the room, now I can tell you how my room is. I can tell you where virus are, where books are, where my keys. So when I direct you, now I can tell you, go to my room by your right. You see a cable. Shift the cable. You see the pin there. I'm telling you. Thoroughly. But in church, you don't want to be thoroughly furnished. You don't want it. It does not work that way in the local church. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you get instructed. You get teaching. You get correction. So that you can be furnished unto how many good works? All good works. Amen. Praise God. Just so there are personalities in the church. There are general personalities you're going to find in the church. You're going to find carnal Christians in the church. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1. You're going to find carnal Christians in the church. You're going to find baby Christians in the church. Babes. They are spiritual babes. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto what? Carnal, even as unto what? Babes. In who? In Christ. You're going to find those who are strong. You're going to find those who are weak. Inside where? Inside the local assembly. You're going to find the ones that are weak in faith. Romans chapter 14 verse 1. Those who are strong and weak, Romans chapter 15 verse 1. You're going to find the ones that are mature. Philippians chapter 3 verse 14. Amen. Then we have personalities in church that are given by the grace of God. Where Pastor Fred mentioned. Grace means that these people didn't work for it. Amen? Yes, Christ placed them. How many of you negotiated from Liberia with God that you are coming to meet Pastor Fred as your pastor? You negotiated. You just came here. You heard that there was a church or there is a church, right? And you came and submitted. So God is the one, when it comes to personalities in the church, by the grace of God, God, Jesus himself, institutes those people. That is what he has done. So you don't negotiate with it. So why, why will Jesus give them to the church? As we read in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Amen? So Jesus will do them to train us. 
Are you there? Jesus will give them to do what? To train us. So pastors, teachers, apostles, evangelists, prophets are given to us to do what? To train us. To teach us. In fact, the word says to equip us. To mature us. Because as they continue laboring in that vein, what will happen is that our ministry gifts will be discovered. We will be perfect. We will be equipped for the work of what? For the work of the ministry. So the pastor is the head of the local church. Write it down so that I'm saying some sensitive things from now here. The pastor is the what? Is the head of the local church. When you read Revelations... Is it to the angel of the church in so so and so? To the angel of the church. He's talking about the pastor of that church. Most of Paul's letters, he will write it to the church. The church is that he has, he has built. Amen? He is the pastor of those churches. So he will send them letters because he cannot go back there again to go and teach them. So what he will do, he's going to assign elders. So in the church, we have, we have elders. And those elders are pastors. Those elders can be prophets. They can be teachers. Then now the pastor can now delegate people that we call bishops. Bishops take care of. So we can say like cell meetings now are small, small churches. So we say cell leaders. Cell leaders are like what? Are like bishops. So that is why the cell leaders can be given the opportunity to teach. Amen? Because bishops also what? Will teach. Amen? Then we have deacons in the local church. Those ones, their responsibility is to take care of natural things. We want to eat food. We don't want to concern ourselves with what is happening with food. Deacons do what? Handle it. We, we want to deal with anything that has to do with transportation and all those things. Do what? So those ones, they don't teach. Eh? You understand? So they are servants. They are called servants in the church. You will now see Paul will say, can we read? Um, Romans chapter 16 verse 3. So that you will see what Paul will say. Uh-huh. Romans chapter 16 verse 3. Even though I will jump some things here and just say, uh, just one sensitive thing and we go. Romans chapter 16 verse 3. And see, say, greet Priscilla and Aquila, my what? My helpers in what? In Christ Jesus, who have for my life laid down their what? Their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of what? Of the Gentiles. They were able to serve these husband and wife, Priscilla and Aquila, husband and wife. They were able to what? They were able to serve. When we go back to the book of Acts, we will see how they were even able to what? To train people. Amen? They were able to support ministry. Can you see that in the church, you are not supposed to come and sit down? The training that comes to you is to the end that you serve. Service. Work of what? Ministry. So, as you continue to become part of the local church, the pastors will be able to discover your calling. You will be able to discover what? The calling God has placed upon you. Amen? You see, there are lots of people that are coming to NECF and you're doing nothing. Mm -mm, that is wrong. 
So as you keep coming, you are being trained, you are being equipped, you are being corrected, you are being reproved, you are being instructed. What is happening is that you are becoming perfect, right? You are thoroughly what? Furnished. You are prepared unto how many good works? Every good works. You are being trained. So there's a structure, there is order in that which is coming to you. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 16 verse 17. In the church we will have people that cause quarrel. Romans chapter 16 verse 17. He said, now I beseech you brethren, mark them. Let me say like what Pastor Victor will say. Do what? Mark what? Tell the next person, mark them. Yes, mark them which cause what? Divisions and what? Offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have what? Learned and do what? Avoid them. <laughs> Amen. For they that are such, see now, see, 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 everybody. See verse 18. One way to mark them. For they that are such, do what? Serve not our what? They don't want to attend cell meetings. Mark them. They don't want to attend meetings. Do what? Mark them. Team leaders, do what? Mark them. Mark them, identify them. Amen? Yes, discover them. They just come and sit and be pressing computer. Do what? Mark them. The only thing that they don't to talk, play. Do what? Mark them. It's all about kick, 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 Do what? Mark them. Because everyone that is not submitted to the local church and is trained, that person will cause division. And you see the division? Take it, take it back. See the division. The division is what? And offenses will be what? Contrary to what? To the doctrine. Because they don't come for meetings. They don't come for trainings. They don't come to be taught. They will now start what? Raising issues that are what? Contrary to what? To doctrines. Mark them. So such people, avoid them. Amen? So what we mean by you should avoid them, show them that we don't approve of their conduct. So when you, when you behave somehow and you're corrected, the way Pastor Fred, Pastor, Pastor Costin, there's a guy that did that in, in worship team. I said, nonsense, I'll slap your mouth. The way he corrected me, he, he, didn't, he didn't call me aside. I didn't call you aside. Now you are who? I saw you with a bottle of alcohol publicly. I should call you aside privately. And I did not even call him publicly. Or I corrected him inside worship team. Is that not privacy? Did I do it on the pulpit? Me, I don't like it, though. And but before you saw me, I took it now. I took it and I threw it. But I saw you. Mark what? Mark them. They don't serve Jesus. They serve their fame. Mark. And please listen. Oh, glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When we say mark them. When we're talking about serving Jesus, it's beyond church here. Mark them even outside. Mark them in the lecture rooms. Mark them. Your discipleship does not end in church. 
Your discipleship continues beyond church to everywhere you find yourself in the world. Come to church, you dress well, and then on Wednesday in the evening, you're wearing mosquito nets. That's why all the guys, all the mosquito guys you attract, they come to bite you. That's what they do. You know, as, as from there, you know, when they are coming, you know, some people can easily recognize me. Some people cannot recognize somebody like Pastor Fred. And also, people can recognize me, obviously. Right? So, from there, as they are coming, because they know they have seen me, and me, sharp guy, I've already sighted them. So, I'll not do like I've not seen them. You understand? And then, they will now take another route. See, let me tell you, this is how Christianity is. That when you get to classroom, you say, ah, sister, I've been observing you in this classroom. You see, in fact, they themselves, they will not call you Mary. Or they will say what? Sister, because they've seen the way you carry yourself. You say, I don't understand. How, can you just, how are you doing this? Since I came to this class, this course we are taking, the way you have been doing things, and I see the way you carry yourself. Please, ah, you see? Not that when, when you fail an exams and people are saying, let's fight the lecturer. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's kill him. Let's kill him. He failed us. He failed us. Mark what? Them. Please, look at the person beside you. Can you see the person's face? Can you see the person? Mark the person out of this church. Mark the person. Mark his conduct. Mark her lifestyle. Mark the way, where and where she, if you see her, if you see her Friday night, 1 a.m., maybe you're coming from a vigil, and then she or he is coming out from her own vigil to, from cloud nine. Mark them, show them that you saw them, say, hello, sister. Let them know that you saw them, so that because when you come, oh, I just got another thing. When you mark them, report them. Because that thing that says avoid them is not like run away from them. It says show them that you don't approve of their what? Conduct. That's correction. Amen? Does that look like a family to you? Yes, the church is a beautiful place. It's just that you, you are misinformed about the local church. You think it's a place where uh, they will come and manipulate you? No, no, no. Let me tell you. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. Read it and see. It's a place where we control you. Say we want, they are controlling us. It's a place where we are controlling you. Because if we don't control you, you yes, you run out of control. So there are men that we should, we should give responsibilities to in the local church. Those kind of men are called faithful men. Amen? Those kind of people are called what? Faithful men. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. And then there are people that we should never give responsibilities to. Never. Be careful of those that desire offices. You say, ah, sir, I have a word to, to just say. You say, ah, sir, you know, since I came around, there's a fire burning in my heart. I, I just feel led to share a word. You know, sir, sir, in fact, this is like two months now. The spirit of the Lord has been leading me 
to inform the pastors that let them give me a podium so that I can share the word. Don't give them responsibilities. In fact, do you know the way we did? We will bench you for the rest of your stay. I love this set of people, who, No matter how fireful you are, where, there could be places where you go and just do tick, 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 and they'll give you pulpit. No, it does not work. That is wrong. That is very wrong. In fact, even you, you see this church, we are teaching this, this biblical. You won't see it. I wish there was time, but I've read lots of scriptures. You won't see in the church, in the Acts, anybody just jumps in and they give him place to talk. Never. Invite minister this, invite comedian this. Invite this, invite this. On the same place, never. The local church function is not for comedy. The local church function is where the revelation of God's word is revealed. The revelation of God's word is dispensed. It's where heaven's activities take place. From that place to the world. So the local church is a serious place. It's not a place where we, you come to joke. Oh, we have unserious, uncommitted believers everywhere. Mm -mm. It's a serious place. You play computer game till 4 a.m. and come to church 11 a.m. And you begin to lie. There are people that lie to you. You see it here. People who want to show themselves, don't give them responsibilities. People who are novices, don't give them responsibilities. People who are not regular and serious as services, MDO. Don't give them, mark, mark them. Yes. People who don't want to receive corrections, do what? Mark them. People who are not diligent, please, and disciplined. Sir, even in your conduct outside the church. Amen? And I'll end by saying this which is also important. Recognize your pastors and listen to them. Amen? Do what? Recognize your pastors and do what? And listen to them. The structure of the local church is a structure that will equip you in all the aspects of your area. The, all the aspects of your life or areas of your life. So the local church will help you not only in spiritual things, but also in natural things. You will be disciplined. You will be excellent. You will be diligent. You will be balanced. You will understand what respect is. You will understand what honor is. You will understand what care is. You will understand what love is. You will understand what growth is. Amen? So the responsibility of the pastor is to ensure you grow. The work of the ministry must continue. Amen? Praise God. Let's rise to our feet. Where you are taught the word. Christ is revealed to you. You come into the knowledge. The full knowledge of Christ. So if you think the church is a, is a perfect place where you will come... And we'll just, we'll just rub your head, give you snacks, give you things, you know, and then you just go and we say nothing to you, you lie. Amen? Do you like the church now? Do you like the church? Do you want to belong to the church? I've not even said anything yet, but do you want, so far so good, do you want to belong to the church? Ah, I came for you. 
Um, the Aish. It's just our time for you. I came early telling you. I don't know what is this, but uh, I don't know what it is, but it's to the end that you understand what local church is. Jesus is the source of the church and he will give gifts. Amen? So that from him to the end of the world, there will be order. The gospel will spread. Men will be saved. People will understand discipline. People are trained. People are corrected. So that men are thoroughly what? Furnished unto how many works? All good works. So don't come to church because somebody invited you. Yeah, glory be to God that you are invited. But stay in the church. No matter how slow it is. I wanted to say something. It just came to my heart. Be, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. All the resources you need for your spiritual goals, you will find it where? In the local church. You will find it here. So the fact that in your mind you think your pastor is slow does not mean that time is being wasted. Mm -mm. You are the one thinking he's slow. So now they will invite Pastor Ima as an external minister. And he will come, rise, shine, fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you say, ah, my pastor, no, they do like this. So my pastor is not a shine, shine person. You will now just run and meet Pastor Ima. Sir, what is the name of your church again? He say, Fire Deliverance Ministries. Because he just finished firing us. He say, ah, sir, do you have materials? Do you have things that I can? Let me tell you. If Pastor Ima begins to give you materials, <coughs> if he begins to give you materials from his church, in other person's church that is invited, is wrong. Pastor Ima must take the counsel, he must take the, the consent, the permission of the pastors before he does what? Anything. Likewise, even you, before you go and see him, that he is invited, you must meet your pastor. After this is order. Oh. When you see somebody, somebody just appear now, and then you know that's why the scripture says, "Wind of doctrine." You hear one day, hey, 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 that person is not grown. Stay here. Tell your friend, stay here, and stay long, and your life will be better. Father, we thank you. Appreciate God. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. Thank you for listening to our sermon today. We hope you were blessed by this teaching. If you want to learn more about our church, please visit our website or follow us on social media. We would love to connect with you and hear your feedback. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel and share it with your friends and family. You never know who might need a word of encouragement.